the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Joy is the mother of rejoicing. If you want rejoicing, you've got to get the Jesus joy inside, and then the rejoicing will come. In Philippians chapter 4, we're told to rejoice in the Lord always. Pastor Morris is here to lead us in a study of this attitude of the heart that involves focusing on God's goodness and faithfulness, regardless of our circumstances. Where the gold is, where is the gold? Well, if you want gold, are you listening to me? If you want gold, you've got to go where the gold is, right? It's not going to come to us, but the Lord's going to help us. If you want Jesus, call upon him. If you need forgiveness, ask for it. If you need encouragement, seek it. You've got to go where the gold is. <laughs> we all have wants and desires and wishes. And <clears throat> Do you know what I want? I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> Stress-free, trouble-free, lots of love, hope. These are the things I want. Hope, God gives. Love, God gives. But the world has trouble, and lots of it. Lots of trouble. You would think by 2022, with all of these years and all of our scientific achievements, we'd be a lot further along. But there's just as much hate now, and maybe even more so than ever before. Jesus said, listen to this. Jesus said, in the world, you will have trouble. Now, notice, he's not the one that has brought the trouble. He said, in the world, you will have trouble. He's only stating a fact. And there's plenty of trouble to go around. But he told us this. In the world, you will have trouble. He's, he's only reporting What's already taking place? It's like the weatherman that says, tomorrow the sun's going to shine, or tomorrow it's going to rain. The weatherman doesn't make the sunshine or the rain. The weatherman just reports it. That's exactly what Jesus did. Jesus called it like it is. In the world, you will have trouble. But we don't stop there. He didn't stop there. He said, but take heart. And that's what I want you to do. That's what he wants you to do today. Take heart, I have overcome the world. Friend, there's only one way to get around sin and prejudice and racism and hate 
There's only one way, and that's through him who overcame all of that. And when we have him within us, we have the gold. We have the gold. We're looking to Jesus who has blessed us. In the world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have. I have. You'll not do it in yourself. You can't do it. I can't do it. Human flesh is too weak. But he said, I have. So turn to him and receive from him. He has the answer. He has the gold. Peter, the apostle, said, we are not surprised by the fiery trowel that comes. But yet I meet so many people, even Christians, who are surprised when everything isn't going their way. When there's sickness and there's COVID and there's hardship and financial problems, they act surprised. Jesus said, you're going to have trouble in this world. And the Apostle Peter, by the power of the Holy Spirit, says, don't be surprised. But we are. We become so surprised. Joy comes from the Lord Jesus. There is a source. Jesus is the source. Now notice what he says in John 15, 11. Jesus said, so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Now, notice again, pay close attention to this. He said, so that my joy, it's his joy. And he freely gives that joy to the people who are seeking it and asking for it. He said, it's my joy. It comes from his heart into my heart and into your heart. There, there's no, where, where are you going to look for joy in this world? Now, notice what the scripture said. We read it just a moment ago. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord. You're not going to rejoice anywhere else. It's only in the Lord, but it is in the Lord. And as we rejoice in the Lord, our joy becomes complete, becomes full and complete. Now, this joy is not a happy, giggling, silly, laughing. No, it's all right to do that. I like to do that and act silly sometimes, even in the pulpit. (laughs) But this joy, listen to what this joy is. This joy uh, is a down-deep sense of well-being. It simply means that there's a feeling and a conviction inside that all is well. Not out there, but in here. You know, I have something to say about in here. I, I don't have anything to say about a lot of the problems that's going on out there. But there is a settled assurance that Jesus gives, and he is here this morning to give it to every one of us and those who are streaming, that settled assurance. People are running scared. But in Jesus, there is peace and there is that joy. There's that conviction. When a person really has the joy that Jesus is talking about, My joy I give to you. There is that conviction that he is in control of every detail of my life. That's sort of hard to get a hold of. That's, That's difficult to grasp. That he is in control. If he's in control, why am I sick? Why this surgery? Why this cancer? Why this heart attack? Why this divorce? 
and on and on we can go, if he is in control. But the scripture says he is, and we have to look at what he is saying and try to receive an understanding of how he is in control. We, we easily quote it to another person, all things work together for good, but bang, when it comes home, I'm surprised. And Peter says, you shouldn't be. Jesus told you it was going to be like this. But Jesus also said he overcame and that he gives joy, his joy. His joy is undefiled and pure. His joy is a joy that will last and will help us. You know, joy is the essential element of Christianity. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church in Bowie, Maryland. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved. That's what you'll experience at the Largo Community Church. So we invite you to come to church this Sunday and experience a service full of music, hymns, prayer, and a special message from God brought by Pastor Jack Morris. If you choose to join us virtually for the live service, simply go to LargoCC.org at 9 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live at the top of the homepage. No matter what way you choose to join us in worship, know that you're loved and welcomed at the Largo Community Church. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. It was January the 24th, 1848, that the word went out across the United States that gold was discovered in California. January the 24th, 1848, and over 300,000 people headed for California. Why? Because there was gold out there. And to get the gold, they had to go to where the gold was. So to get joy, you have to go to the one that has it, the one that gives. He said, my joy, I give to you. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to strain for it. You don't have to say, oh, I'm going to be happy. I'm just going to be happy. I got to make myself. No, you don't make yourself joyful. You don't make yourself happy. You see, he, when he says rejoice, rejoice comes from joy. Joy is the mother of rejoicing. If you want rejoicing, you've got to get the G Jesus joy inside, and then the rejoicing will come. Paul the Apostle was in prison with the death sentence over his head, waiting for the death to be carried out. And he writes this, rejoice in the Lord, and again I say rejoice. He wasn't telling them something that they needed that, that, he, that, that he needed, he had the joy, and they needed the joy. But obviously, there was things going on. You know, you get a rotten apple on the inside, everything begins to turn out rather rotten. Come on, let's look to the Lord and let his healing joy come into our hearts, and then the rejoicing will come forth, and God will be glorified, and you will be happy, and you will begin to rejoice. Now, I'm not happy all the time. 
No, no one is happy all the time. I'm not up here being ridiculous this morning and saying everything is going to go and make you happy and you're going to go around on tiptoe dancing all the time. No, that, that's ridiculous. That's not life. That's not being realistic. That's why Jesus said, in the world, you're going to have trouble. That's why the Apostle Paul wrote and said, don't think it's strange when the fiery trial comes. This is going to come. And though there is hardship and difficulty without, there can be that underlying within that you know that Jesus is in control, that you have given your heart, your life, your days, months, years to him. Somehow you know that he's in control And though you don't understand or I don't understand, it's going to be okay because you have him who has the joy. He has the gold. Go where the gold is. You're in the house of God today. You're hearing the word of the Lord come forth. Jesus is desirous to put that gold and that joy deep within every heart. And he's going to do it. Now, notice he said, rejoice in the Lord Always, always, no matter what is going on, I I get the calls and I'm so glad to get the calls of prayer requests and needs that people are dying and people call me and, Pastor, I have cancer, pray for me. I'm going to have a a surgery and and I, I feel for them, I pray for them over the phone because I can't really get out like I used to. And uh, I thank God that Dwayne and Phil are helping me doing this, uh, caring for the congregation and caring for the people. But the, the joy that is underneath, that is stable, that is there, that well-being, that, that quiet confidence, that settled assurance. Friend, you can have it by turning to Jesus inviting him to come into your heart. You can have it, you can have it, you can have it. But you have to go to where the gold is, to Jesus. You can't work it up. It's not going to happen no other way. You've got to surrender your life to him and he will come. The scripture says in Psalm 30, weeping, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. No matter what's going on right now, If you have a relationship that is an ongoing relationship with Jesus, that settled assurance, that full conviction of love, you know that everything's going to happen and turn out all right. Trent and I were on a vacation many years ago, and I don't even know where it was, but there was this big boat, uh, sailboat, and uh, it was like the parrot's. And uh, used to ride on and have their sword fights and big sails. And um, I wanted to ride that boat. And a lot of couples were on that boat. They were just all over the deck. And we were riding along and somebody started singing, every little thing's going to turn out okay. Something like that. I don't even know what the song. And just then the cloud burst and the rain just poured. I mean, it didn't sprinkle. No, I mean, it just sopped us. And it just kept on and on. And the people kept saying, every little thing's going to turn out all right. And sure enough, it stopped raining and the sun came out. (laughs) And we had a good time. Friend, there are things out there are going to rain on your parade. (laughs) 
But every little thing is going to turn out all right. And when you have that assurance within you, and Jesus is the only one that can give it, and he wants to give it, he has put it in his word, then you know that everything's going to be okay. You're not going to always agree with everybody. And everybody's not always going to agree with you. But every little thing's going to turn out all right. You can still love one another and be in God's grace and God's goodness. Troubles are going to come. Paul said, I'll say it again. Rejoice. I'll say it again. What's what's he saying? He's saying, pray another prayer. Sing another hymn. God is there to bless and to minister. Read another scripture. It, it, it seems like we, we, when the difficulty comes, we sort of give up, even though it's a temporary give up. I don't feel like reading the scripture. I just don't feel like praying tonight. You do it anyway, because you know it's the right thing to do, and everything's going to turn out okay, because he's in charge of the details of your life. There was a a man back in 1645. Boy, I, I really reached to get some illustrations, don't I? <laughs> Going all the way back to 1665. Pascal was his name. He was a mathematician, a philosopher, and a theologian. One of the brightest minds of his day. He started out serving the Lord. And then he faltered. And he writes the story. He tells about it. He faltered. And we, we all could falter and stumble. But then he turned back to God with all of his heart. I mean, he had a, a sincere comeback. He turned back to Jesus on November the 23rd, 1654. And he said it was 1030 at night. And he started praying, asking God to forgive him. He said, the tears started flowing. Friend, don't be afraid to cry before the Lord. But those were tears of joy. They were happy tears. And he prayed that way until midnight. Well, 1230, actually, two hours he prayed. And he knew that the things that got him down previously are still out there. There There's still things that could get him down again and get that are getting other people down. So he wrote out his testimony that he had surrendered his heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. He he wrote it out and the date. And then he sewed it as a piece of cloth in his coat. And he said every time he got discouraged, every time temptation would come and he felt like giving up, he would reach down and touch his testimony. Friend, do you have a testimony? (laughs) Give praise and give thanks to the Lord. You, You need something to hold on to. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to prayer. Hold on to the word. Hold on to your church. Friend, if you give up any of those, you're in a very difficult situation because there's really no hope outside of Jesus. He said, I will build my church. Don't be an instrument to destroy it and tear it down. No, you're part of the family of God. Your name is written in the book of life. Jesus cares for you. 
I want to care for him. He loves me so much. The scripture says, underneath are the everlasting arms. The eternal God is your refuge. Years ago, Colonel Bill Wilson, assistant pastor here for quite a number of years, was stationed at the Pentagon. And Corey Ten Boone, you may have heard the name, the Dutch lady, along with her family, hid Jews during the Nazi uh, uh, time in the Netherlands, the Nazi occupation. It is estimated that they themselves, one family, saved 800 Jews. Friend, you can save or you can destroy, like the young man up in Buffalo. You're going to do what you want to do, but if you have Jesus in your heart, you're going to do good. Jesus said there is one that is good, and that is God. And when you have God, then you're good. And everything's going to turn out good in, in the end. Corey and her sister, her dad, family were all put in concentration camps. And her sister, Betsy, was put in a, the fire oven. And she stood outside and watched the smoke of her sister go up. And she kept believing. She kept praying. She didn't say, oh, where is God? I've been so good. I've saved all those Jews. Where is God? Friends, stop pitying yourself. Look to the Lord. Express your love to him. It's going to happen. Everything's going to turn out okay. And Corey Ten Boone was over there at the Pentagon. And Bill invited me to go over to meet her, although I never was able to shake hands with her, but I was within about 15 feet of her, and it was so nice to see her and meet her. And she was so abused, and she was beaten, beaten by the guards, the Nazi guards. Now the war is over, and Corey is ministering in churches, and one evening in a church that was just packed full She was behind the pulpit. She never became an ordained minister. That wasn't it. She was giving her testimony. And she looked out into the congregation. And there was that Nazi that beat her with a club repeatedly. Sitting there. And when the service was over. That Nazi, which is now a former Nazi. Who is now a born again Christian. Walked up to her. Here was the man that slapped her and beat her. And hit her with a club and knocked her down. He walks up to her and he puts out his hand. Corey said, I stood there and my hands were at my side. My hands were frozen and I couldn't believe what I was seeing and my arms didn't go up to reach out to him. And I looked to God, help me, God, help me. And she says that all of a sudden, relaxation came to her arm and she reached out and she took that man that was formerly an instrument of the devil and shook his hand and he stood there with tears and asked for forgiveness and repentance. Now this is what Corey said and I think it's the most famous statement that she ever made. Quote, she said, there is no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper. 
Friend, whatever's going on in your life, God loves you. And at the bottom, there's a foundation of love for you to stand on if you will go to where the gold is. Go to the one that has the answer. The one that has the forgiveness. The one that has the healing. His name is the Lord Jesus. By cultivating the habits of gratitude, spending time in prayer and meditating on Scripture, you can develop a deeper relationship with God and learn to rejoice in Him always, regardless of your circumstances. Choose to be joyful today and spread the good news to others. Do you need Pastor Morris to pray with you about a struggle or decision you're wrestling with? The Pray Now app is available to you right now. Go to thehealingword.com, click Pray Now, and select the topic that matches your request. Pastor Morris will provide encouragement, pray with you, and deliver a brief message on overcoming and living in victory. Again, pray now at thehealingword.com. If today's message has blessed you and strengthened your faith in God, would you consider partnering with Pastor Morris and supporting the Healing Word ministry with your prayers and donating to keep the gospel of Jesus Christ reaching thousands? Go to thehealingword.com and click the Donate button to pledge your support. And remember, the faith-building message you heard today is our gift to you. Your donation is your gift to God. Join us tomorrow for another Healing Word message. Until then, blessings on you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.